Every Who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. And that was, of course, Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay, How you doing, man? Good. I am excellent. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. This is the final episode of 2020. Good riddance, 2020. <laughs> I hear you, man. So we have to do our special Christmas show. We've done songs. We've done movies. And we scratched our heads. And we decided on Christmas TV specials. Right. And the, uh, the question got thrown around like, well, could that be like a Brady Bunch special or a, it's a special Archie Bunker Christmas? And we said, no, <laughs> it, it has to be just a special uh, Christmas show. And oftentimes it's still played today. Okay, well, we, we, we may have an argument about one of them, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay, um, well, uh, let's do some introductions first. Sure. You are George Chapel. I am Keystone. That's this correct. Is George, this is George and Keith's Musings. We uh, talk about pop culture and things we like. And so I've already talked to you about what we're going to talk about, uh, the things that we like today. But George, let's let's pull the curtain back a little bit. Okay. And let's start off with this amazing bit of trivia that I was unaware of. I told you, I said, hey, how about we do, you know, the Christmas TV specials? And you said, okay, Rankin and Bass. Yeah. Here we come. And I'm <laughs> yes. thinking, I'm thinking, what show were they on? Am I supposed to know those two characters? <laughs> um, and so I did my research, but you already know the research. Sure. So why why would you say Rankin and Bass? Who the, who the heck are they? Rankin and Bass were the producers of a whole series of of television shows, largely around Christmas, but they, they had other holidays as well. But they're best known for their kind of herky-jerky stop-motion animation. And uh, I expect we'll be talking about a few of their shows uh, on this list. We will indeed. And I wouldn't say herky-jerky. I mean, I guess it is, but yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was unique. It was, it was outstanding. Well, at the time they came out, I guess it was state-of-the-art. So I found out a couple of things about Rankin and Bass once. Once you uh, you woke me to their existence, yeah, and uh, and one was that they did a total of twenty Christmas specials. Yeah, wow. So and I and here I am. I don't know nothing about them, um, and I'll save the other one for the end. But I only have nine, George. So if you have a number ten, okay. you should go first. I, I do have ten. Uh, I know we we were discussing this list a bit and. And I had to struggle to get 10, but I, 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 I bore down and I did what I can to get 10. Now, I will say this. Now, some of the lists we've done, there is the, the distance between 1 and 10 is, is, is pretty short on a lot of our lists. On this list, the distance between 1 and 10 is huge. Uh, so so it, this, was, this was a bit of a struggle, but I did come up with 10. And uh, I'll start out with this one. My number 10 is a fairly recent one. I think I've only, I've only really seen it all the way through once. So if I had a few more viewings, it, it, may, it would probably climb the list. 
but my number 10 is the Toy Story that Time Forgot. Uh, it, came, it came out a few years ago, and, and yes, it features all of our favorite characters from Toy Story, Woody and Buzz uh, and that whole gang. Well, they did a Christmas special a few years ago where they, they go over to, you know, they, at the end of Toy Story 3, you remember they uh, ended up going to live with, with that little girl. Well, she ended up going to like a, a friend or a cousin's or something's house. And she took her toys with them and, and the toys at, at her cousin's house, they kind of came alive and they didn't realize they were toys. And, and they tried to, you know, to go to war with Woody and, and Buzz and the gang. Uh, but, but ultimately uh, our heroes prevailed and they were able to convince these other toys that they were just toys and everyone had a Merry Christmas. So, wow. Okay. So that, that's my number 10. I guess I missed that one. Yeah, it, um, look look for it. It'll be on this this uh, this holiday season at some point. You know, you you started talking about a recent one. I said, "Oh, this is cool. We'll have the same one." Um, now, my depth of knowledge on these shows is not very good, so I'll either say, "Here's my show," and I won't know anything <laughs> else, or or you'll be able to add more to it. All right. But this is this is a famous well, not famous. This is a stop-action show from Rankin and Bass. came out in 1979, and it was Jack Frost. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know that one. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. Jack Frost was definitely a memorable character uh, just in the way he looked. Yeah. And it had the stop-action look to it, so it could have been made in the 60s for all we know. <laughs> and uh, that is all I know is okay. Jack Frost. Is my number nine. Actually, you know, I saw that uh, just a few days ago. Uh, not on my list, but but I, I one thing I noticed that that Rankin and Bass had, if you, if you like a celebrity narrator uh, for each of their shows, yes. And in it Jack Frost, good. the celebrity narrator was was Buddy Hackett, and Buddy Hackett, <laughs> Buddy Hackett was he he played a uh, the Groundhog from Groundhog Day. And so he kind of opened the show and, you know, it's all about if he goes out and sees his shadow six more weeks of winter. Well, that's kind of how we introduced the whole story of Jack Frost and, and winter and all that. So, so, you know, Buddy Hackett uh, was the, the celebrity uh, for that Rankin and Bass uh, special. Yeah. I was going to say all that too. Yeah. <laughs> but I figured I'd let you do it. Well, I appreciate that. Okay. What's your number nine? My number nine, this goes back to the sixties. I remember, I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I, I do remember liking it. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a Jim Backus voice character. I think we all know about Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Magoo's Christmas special or Mr. Magoo plays uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, and, you know, and, and every, everyone, you know, there's been a thousand different takes on the, uh, the, the Christmas Carol story with Scrooge and all them. And and I always just like Mr. Magoo because he's such a lovable old old cur- blind curmudgeon, and uh, and you know of course at the end of the sh- end of the show uh, he finds redemption as all the other Scrooges do, and that's about all I got for for Mr. Magoo. Well, it's not a Rankin and Bass. It's not production. Nope. And it was number seven on my list. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Came out in 1962. Yeah, that's older than we are. Oh wow, that's <laughs> that's saying something. Sure is. 
So I'll do number eight, and then you're going to have to do like uh, a marathon. Okay. But I'm going back to Rankin and Bass with number eight, stop action animation, and it's the little drummer boy. Okay. Uh, Everybody, a lot of these shows started out from songs, um, and then all of a sudden they became TV shows, and little drummer boy is no different. Um, 1968. Yeah. So not as not as old as we are, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Rankin and Bass. Yeah. Sixty-eight little Joe. Yeah. That's what I. I did. think that one wasn't he. Didn't he have like a little? I think he had a little donkey and he had like a little. She or he's a shepherd or something, and he's living. I don't know. I I kind of I kind of remember that one. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll do my number eight. And uh, this, yep. this is the one that might be a little controversial. So if if you want to, if you want to get up in arms, I'll, you know you can you can state your case. But I needed it to round out my top ten, so I'm going with it anyways. And I am I am going to contend that even though this was based from a very famous TV show, I'm going to contend that it's a special in its own right, and it's a very Brady Christmas. Very Brady Christmas. It came out. It was well after the show went off the air. Uh, they they reunited the the, the whole cast. Uh, and they, they they were all coming back home for Christmas. And I think Bobby was like a race car driver. And and I don't you know they all and and they all had their you know all their all their lives uh, that they brought back to the that very famous house. But what? What what was most memorable about that for me was that Mr. Brady was like designing a house or a building or somewhere, and I don't know there was like an earthquake and the building collapsed on him, and everyone thought didn't think that he was gonna he was gonna make it, so all the Bradys gathered outside the wreckage and started singing. I think they were singing like "Oh Silent Night" or something, and when Mr. Brady heard his kids singing "Oh Silent Night," he got the 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 courage and the strength to extricate himself from the, from the from the rubble so it was just a it was a very brady very uh mockingly inspiring christmas special wow so there you go wow it's a christmas miracle. it was a christmas miracle and that only the brady's could pull off george i'm gonna allow okay it, um mostly because it's a post uh series Yes, Especially. it was well, not an episode. They were not a right. Yeah. So, did all the original cast come back? Was or did that the fill in some uh, people? I, I think maybe they might have gotten a, like a different Cindy or something. But I think I think yeah, you know. But they they had Alice and they had uh, Robert Reed and and uh, Florence Florence Henderson. So you know they had they had most of them except you know Cindy. But who you know who cares about Cindy? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so that was your number eight. Yep. My number seven was Mr. Magoo. So right back at you with your number Okay, my number seven. This one is going to be a fairly recent one as well. Uh, It's a little older than the the Toy Story one. But it's another of that same kind of computer-generated animation that we all love. And it's Shrek the Halls. Uh, So Shrek and that whole crew, they did a Christmas special. I'm probably going to say like seven or eight years ago. Um, and, uh, and the most memorable part about that one was, uh, you know, the, the gingerbread man 
he had like he was like having a dream that he was being you know because you always put out cookies for santa claus right so he was having like this sure. nightmare where this this huge man in a big red suit and a white beard was coming to eat him so that's that's what made shrek the halls uh memorable for me okay well you you are uh finding some things that I never really thought yeah. of. Um, I think I thought, like, the shows, as you will see, are shows I grew up on yeah. and I've watched for 100 years. So, Well, well the know. bottom of my list, I had, it, it, was, it was a tough one. I think you'll see a lot more familiarity as we, as we move on. Yeah, I think we're going to start t- um, repeating ourselves now. I think so. It's just a matter of the order. Okay. Okay, my number six, back to Rankin and Bass. 1974, it was called The Year Without a Santa Claus. Okay. Um, Santa was sick, and he left it up to two elves, Jingle and Jangle, (laughs) to make sure that the children still believed in him. But the biggest thing that came out of that show was the snow miser and the heat miser. Yeah, Yeah, they were great. Those songs are fantastic. so, yeah, Rankin and Bass, stop action, number okay, six. Okay, well, that, that's my five, so I'll, I'll talk about that now. Like, um, yeah, yeah, it was okay. classic. First of all, these celebrities from that one, we had Mickey Rooney was Santa Claus, and Shirley Booth was Mrs. Santa Claus. You may, may remember her as Hazel. And, oh, and okay. Dick Sean was the snow miser. Dick Sean was, is best known probably – from the uh, movie, it's a mad, 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 mad world. He was, uh, he, he was, uh, oh, he was, he was the, the the beach bum guy. Can't remember his name. He wasn't. Huh? He wasn't Jaime from Get Smart, was he? Uh, no, that was Dick Gautier. This, this is okay. Dick Dick Sean. He they kind of look they kind of look alike, but uh, anyways. But in yeah, so he was he was the snow miser in Year Without a Santa Claus, and like like you said, yeah, the the heat miser song and the snow miser song were were absolute classics. Um, and uh, and yeah, yeah, Santa was he, Santa was all depressed. He was like sick, and he wasn't he was just he wasn't even going to get out of bed. So, you know, yeah, no. a, a depressed Santa with with all those grumpy people talking about yeah, Christmas humbug and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing they, uh, Jingle and Jangle went and, 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 uh, brought, uh, Save yeah, Christmas. Save Christmas, brought mother, mother nature into it and, and everyone had a Merry yep. Christmas. Okay. So you have a six to go I, do, back I have to. a six. Uh, so I'll go, I'll go back to my six. Uh, it's also Rankin and Bass, but this is, this is actually a drawn animation one that they did. Uh, and it was it's called Twas the Night Before Christmas. And this came out like in the mid 70s mm. and it had a uh, I don't know I don't know that it had a, a celebrity voice in it. I don't think so, but what it this was about this was uh about, you know, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Well, the kind of the story kind of centered around this mouse, uh like this nerdy mouse that like that wanted to like tinker with things. And he ended up and he didn't he didn't believe in Santa Claus and he was going to like destroy the clock. And and when he destroyed the clock, Santa Claus wasn't going to come to town. So they had to they had to like they had to like fix the clock. And uh, 
and then and they did and again imagine that everyone had a merry christmas but the the uh there's a line from that show that kind of lives on in the chapel family and it's just where at one point the oh i, I remember the, the celebrity was george goble you remember george goble from <laughs> yeah the real yeah. short hair yeah uh he, George Goble was was this the, the father and uh, and the mouse would would always say whenever George Goble would tell him something he'd say yes father, so that's kind of a, a line that that comes from Twas the Night Before Christmas lives in the Chapel family so that's why I I ranked it as high as six. Fair okay. enough. Got to have your yep. rules. Okay, so on to my number five. Okay. Then. Yep. And we're going back to ranking and bass. 1970, famous people in it, and it is Santa Claus is coming. My to number town. four, so go for it. And, and so it's narrated by Fred Astaire. Yep. Doesn't get much yeah. bigger than that. And he, he played a mailman, and it's also as yep. the narrator. And then Mickey Rooney was the voice of Chris okay. Kringle. And. That's it. I'll pass well, it off to you. And, and, and also Keenan Wynn, uh, you know, the famous, he was a, like a villain in a lot of Disney movies and he's, you know, a classic character actor. Everyone knows Keenan Wynn. He was the uh, winter warlock in that one. Yep. That's okay. this, yeah, So this is my number four. Uh, it has another classic line that lives on in the Chapel family. And you may remember a scene where Santa Claus is coming down the, the chimney to, to put you know presents in the stockings and and the burgermeister meister burgers henchmen are, are waiting for him and they're they're ready to arrest him but bef- when they when they try to arrest him his line at that point is not me and again that's just it's just a little little line that that everyone in the chapel families has to say at least once once every christmas uh you know if there's something that has, has to be done and you don't want to do it you just say, not me. <laughs> and uh there you yeah, go. And, and hey, if Santa said it, then then it's gotta be a legitimate uh legitimate excuse. So really if you're a, if I came to your house for Christmas, I would be <laughs> lost because I have to I don't you'd, know. You'd have script. a lot of shows to watch just to kind of study up on. Yep. I would. Okay, that was my four, so, your five. So yep, so I gotta go yep. to my number four. Um, Rankin and Bass, but not stop action. This was their first animated film or animated TV show, and it was Frosty yes, the it Snowman, was. A, an all-time classic. And the celebrity voice in that was yep. Jimmy Durante. Yeah. Um, so that was the uniqueness of that is that it's 1969. And they didn't do the stop back. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure why. I don't know if they if they had budgetary constraints or something. Because I got to believe stop action takes a lot more time and effort than 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 hand drawn. But but I, I mean yeah. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about animation. But I don't know that was that was the one where they, uh, you know, the the magician had his magic hat that made Frosty come alive, and he kept he spent the whole time trying to get it back. And yeah. Ever, everyone, everyone knows Correct. the story. Okay. Was it not uh, on your list? It, it was not. It's it actually it's not a it's it's not a favorite of mine. Um, I don't know. I guess 
I think I got issues with, with the whole hat thing. Cause I think that, you know, it was the magician's hat and he wanted it. I always viewed the hat as his property and he should have gotten it back and everyone was keeping his hat away from him. So I don't know. So <laughs> uh, oh, it was a legal yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a moral, moral problem with the whole show. So I didn't put it on my list. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Huh? All right. Uh, Scrooge, <laughs> go ahead. What? I guess you're at number okay. three. The the top three. This this is where these three. I gotta believe that we have the same top three. I'll be surprised if we don't. You know, the order might be different. Uh, but these three are like the these are the Hall of Fame. These are the if if you know if Mount Rushmore only had three, uh, three on yep. there, it would be these three. And my numbers, my number three. You. Is how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, the celebrity voice, and this wasn't even Rankin and Bass, still had a celebrity voice. So it was Boris Karloff, was the voice of the Grinch and the narrator. Um, and you know, we all know it. He was just—he's just this awful, ornery guy uh, who hates all all the Who's down in down in Whoville because the Who's are all just these—you know—all these overly happy, sickly, sweet. Uh, people that he just kind of he can't stand and so he devises a plan to go down and and take all of their all of their uh christmas presents and trees and decorations and he even took the last can of who hash so i mean that shows you how Mm. you know how determined he was to ruin christmas but the message at the end is that they still came out and sang their christmas songs and and it was it, it touched him so much that his eyes went from yellow to white. So, you know, that when, when you, when you take the jaundice out of a guy's eyes, that really had an effect on him. So I got, yeah, I got Grinch at three. I have Grinch at two. So no surprise there. Now the famous song in there, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Wasn't that? It was good call. Who, who, okay. And Thrill Raisin, now, Ravenscroft, we all know as the voice of. Yeah. Tony the Tiger. So we've got Tony the Tiger singing a song in a Christmas special. Yes. Yeah. We've talked I think about so. Thrill before. Uh, I'm sure with other yeah. Christmas stuff when we, when we talked about yeah. Christmas. Oh, songs. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So you, we'll go backwards and I'll have number three, not a Rankin and Bass. But one of the all-time greats, and then it's a Charlie right. Brown Christmas from 1965 was my number three. Um, how could you not oh, love the Charlie oh, Brown game? Absolute classic. Uh, spoiler alert here: it's it's my number one. Uh, I got I got Charlie okay. Brown top in the list. Uh, it is just eminently quotable. I love just about every line they say in that one. Uh, you know, from Sally saying, all I want is what I got coming to me. All I want is my fair share. And Lucy, you know, nickels, nickels, nickels. I love the sound of cold, hard cash. And and Linus talking about the true <laughs> meaning of Christmas. So, you know, they get, get, they get a little serious uh, there. Um, and, you know, the classic, everyone knows when you talk about it, if someone gets a, a Christmas tree that's kind of ragged and scraggly, everyone in the world calls it a Charlie Brown tree. So... It just it, the Charlie Brown just pervades uh, our our society, and and it's it's just my opinion. 
the greatest Christmas special ever. It is a good one. So that leaves an obvious one, which must yep. be your number two. And yep. my number one is Rudolph Absolutely. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I watched it just last night, by the way. I sure did. Thank yep. you. Really good for you. So that, now that's the longest running Christmas special that, on yeah. television. It goes back goes back to 1964. Now, Magoo came out in 62, but uh, Rudolph has run yeah. every year. Yeah, Magoo, you just don't. Magoo is not in the standard rotation like like Rudolph. Um, you know, Rudolph, and it's, it's a it's a great show. A lot of great comments and that or quotes in that one too. Like you know, let's be independent together. Uh, why weren't you at elf practice? Um, but you know, one of, one of the most notable <laughs> things is, is and and Crutch uh, kind of noticed this last night, is that the adults are all real kind of kind of a holes in in that one. You know, I mean, so Rudolph's born with a red nose and like everyone, everyone's on his case. You know, Santa comes by and Santa, you know, says, you know, oh, what a, what a shame. You know, we can't use him now because he's got this deformity. And, uh, you know, and, and everyone laughs at him and, and you know, at, 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 at uh, reindeer practice. And it's only only a few people that ever give him give him the time of day. But uh, but Ru- Rudolph, Rudolph plugs on hmm. through. And, and and saves Christmas in the end. Talk about another one, man. He really saved Christmas because, you know, the the storm was just going to sh- shut it down. But, yeah. I know it. That's why you should never <laughs> give up, kids. Yeah. Look at Rudolph. Um, now, that was the famous narrator. And Bur- that was Burl Ives. Was Burl yes. Ives. Yeah. Now, here's, what, here's the interesting piece. I, the little nugget okay. I was saving for you. Um, you'll recall Burl Ives as a snowman. One of our all-time favorite Christmas movies is Elf. They also yep. had the snowman in the stop action Form, format. Yep. You know, walking through the snow. And um, the color scheme, I just watched a, a show uh, on Netflix. It's about the, the holiday movies that we grew up on. And it was about Elf. And so they brought this up about how um, the snowman was so similar and the color schemes of the elves, you know, even yep. though they were real people in an elf, they were exactly yeah. like in Rudolph. And so there was, there was a little legal haggling between the uh, producers of elf and yeah. the, you know, oh, rank and the well, you, you think that, I guess maybe the Rankin and Bass people just wanted some acknowledgement or something because it was it was clearly an homage to it. And uh, you know when the when the narwhal yes. came, came out of the water, the the water rippled in the same way that it did in uh, in Rudolph. Uh, yeah, so it was. I mean, it was very Correct. clearly, uh, yeah, paying tribute to it. Yeah, I think, but you know, they didn't know John Favreau was like his. It was like his first director. Yeah debut and i don't know if they knew if who these guys were and if, if they could be trusted so that's why it caused some ripples but in the end everything worked out great and we had a great rudolph and yes a great we did elf. all right man merry christmas well, to merry you christmas. too and to all our listeners thanks for listening and uh 
It's got to be better next year. Our, Let, our, let's hope it's our not worse. Show and and the year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No kidding. All right, man. All, All right, right you dude. too, man. I love you. Okay. Merry Have Christmas. Merry Christmas.